Welcome everybody to another episode of the Crush Cast. Today we've got Charles Larkham. Charles has been with Equitable since 1980. 42nd anniversary <laughs> will be this August, so that is amazing. We're going to hear a little bit about his story. Now that name may ring a bell for you, and that's because he was the first ever Athena Award winner. So we'll learn more about that. Charles, thanks for joining us. Jim, it's good to be with you. Thank you for having me. Let's go back to when you broke in. And I read some information about you. And my understanding is that you got some feedback, perhaps from an advisor, that maybe this wasn't the right career for you early on. So what was it like for you when you broke into the business? Well, Jim, I was introduced to Equitable during my senior year at Whittier College in Southern California. Uh, the interviewing manager referred me to the Austin office where it was there that I recognized the unique opportunity to serve individuals, families, and businesses in my hometown. So during the interview process of my, the spring of my senior year, um, I interviewed with a large well-known company and they rejected me saying that I didn't have the mindset to be successful in this business. Hmm. And it was a couple of weeks later that Equitable hired me. And uh, it, it reminds me of a quote, Jim, that the, the man who wins was counted out several times, but he didn't hear the referee. And I'm grateful, I'm, I'm grateful for uh, the, the local leadership that we had here in Austin at that time. Um, they were looking to, to build the Austin office. They were looking for new advisors. And of course, I was coming off the college campus. I really didn't have anything else to bring in terms of experience, business acumen, uh, and existing clientele. But I was interested in learning about the business. And what I was told early on, it's something that I've never forgotten, is that there are <clears throat> uh, three components, vital components to our business. Uh, first, there's a relationship component. It said people buy trust first and products second. Second, there's a, a technical uh, competency that's required. You certainly have to know what to say when you show up. You've got to study to show yourself approved. And of course, that's an ongoing commitment that we all uh, have. And number three, that there's a problem solving or what I'll call a, a creative element. And although all clients, all people move through predictably um, uh, predictable age-based seasons in life, it's our job to help people prepare for the next season. And um, in, in not only building the relationship, but, but being uh, technically competent, uh, th though people have these predictable uh, age-based seasons in life, everyone's situation is unique. Jim, as a, as a young boy, I remember watching TV and I was taken by the equitable television ads. My degree is in communications with an emphasis in public relations. And I just think all my life, uh, I've been intrigued by this awareness of, of people, um, the relationship building process. That includes in the advertising world. And I'll never forget the different ads that Equitable rolled out. Again, I was, I was a child, but I remember there was a bolding theme. And uh, what it focused on was that every client that we serve is unique. There may be similarities across our business or across our clientele, but, but until we realize that every client is unique, I don't think we're really going to 
understand and develop the full potential that we have and that we have to serve our clients. So those are the three. Again, relationship uh, building is key. Number two, there's a technical competence. And number three, the problem solving or what I call the creative side of it. And that, that's really the fun part is, is having built a relationship, which of course is an ongoing commitment. Remember Coy Eklund, he was the sitting president when I was hired, Jim. Yeah. And at the bottom of every contract that we offered, that we sold, uh, there was his quote and his signature that we are pledging. We are committing to every one of our clients a lifetime of service. And people need to know that. We begin with the end in mind. There was a lot there. When I reflect back on what you said about each client is different. So you were attracted to the business because you saw the opportunity to provide service, but now digging into perhaps an area where you make it a priority, that is that personal connection with the client and making sure that you understand their specific circumstances, even though they are fairly predictable. If we've got somebody that's listening to this that might be struggling, and we all did, you go back, I know that you did, I did, everybody did. What helped you get through the struggles and what helped you get firm footing that this was the right business and that you could deliver value? Yeah, Jim, I, um, there are a couple of things that come to mind. In my first week in the business, I was told that work is defined with three specific activities. This was helpful to me because there, there's so much to take in as a new associate. There's so much to learn. The learning curve is so immense. It can just be overwhelming. So sometimes just taking that first next step is so critical. And sometimes, as you said, we need a lift. We need a boost. And uh, just to go back and remember work defined is three things. Number one, it's setting appointments. As we say, if you set three appointments a day, the, the rest will take care of itself. Number two, it's preparing for appointments. And number three, it's going on appointments. And what we want to do is, is flip the paradigm right side up so we're spending the majority of our time uh, solving problems, learning about clients, listening, helping ask questions. If they don't have the, the words to, to express what they need, what they want, what their desires are, what their goals, their objectives are, that's our job to help them find those words, to help them to articulate what's important to them. There, there are four foundational aspects of, of the client relationship. This is the second thing that I, I thought of in response to your question. What do all of us need? Well, I think what all of us need is to remember what all of our clients need. And one of the reasons that we're hired, Jim, I think is, is everyone is looking, again, regardless of their stage of life, regardless of of where they are, what, what their age is, whether they're uh, newly married, early family, developing family, uh, maturing family, empty nesters, that, that transition time into the retirement years, maybe five to 15 years out of a, of, a, of a retirement period. Everyone needs these four things. Number one, they need a plan. Everything starts with a vision. Number two, a list of action items. Number three is implementation. And fourth and finally is a, a disciplined, periodic, predictable review process. And what's interesting is you know, I think many times we, especially those of us in, in this business that, that, that like the finality of a project done, we like to check the box and say, this goal is completed. 
in looking at these four, recognizing that we have the opportunity throughout someone's entire lifetime, in fact, looking at the transition to generations two, three, and four and beyond, is this is something that, that's never reached a conclusion. This, this, is a, this is an ongoing lifestyle to number one, create a plan. Number two, list of action items. Number three, implementation, which is where many clients want to start. They want to see something to, they want to see change affected by the time the sun goes down today. And we understand that as advisors. But it's often our role to protect or prevent people from moving into areas where they're really not yet prepared. And that's number three is implementation. And fourth and finally, Jim, is this periodic discipline process or a review. What's interesting with that being number four, it's perhaps the most important. It's been said we live life forward, we understand it backward. This gives the client the opportunity to not only look over their shoulder, see what has happened in life, see what's changed environmentally, economically, with their fam family dynamics, relationship dynamics. Maybe their goals or plans need to be revised. Maybe they need to be rethought. Maybe they need to be amended, which brings us back to step one, the plan, which we amend the plan, and then we begin again. Yeah. Charles, you are a precision communicator. I'm listening to this. It's book three, prepare for those meetings, run three, and then these four recurring elements for every client. I love the way that you positioned it. We've got to remember what our clients need, the advisor needs to remember what the clients need. Let me move to the Athena Award. It is a high honor. You're the first ever. Hundreds of applications came in. And you read these applications and they were heartwarming and they were inspiring. And yours was at the top of the list. And it is clear that the community is very meaningful to you and that you were involved and that you're also passionate about providing support to prisoners. I wonder if you could share your perspective, what you actually do and what it's meant for you. And again, congratulations. Well, Jim, thank you. It's just such an honor. One of the things that I was perhaps most impressed by with Equitable, every type of communication through everyone that I heard from um, put integrity and character at the forefront. It, Jim, it was foundational to every conversation, every training meeting that, that I was exposed to. That made an impression on me because that's something that I got. That's something that I understand. Even though I might have been overwhelmed at the time I was coming into the business, it, 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 I was so impressed that Equitable's foundation, that our heritage that we came from, those shoulders on, on whom we stood, uh, going back now almost 163 years, has been built on a foundation of integrity. And that's something that's never changed. And I think one client at a time, one phone call at a time, one meeting at a time, we have the opportunity to to uh, uh, reassure our clients that that which has worked for us, that on which we've built this company, and certainly our products, our advice, everything that we represent is, is, is translated through these five business principles of which I'm, I'm so proud to be a part of and the ethics behind um, what we do. Not only is it represented uh, through our mission, through our corporate mission, uh, but also through the individuals. And that's one of the reasons that I think uh, that Equitable stands apart from the time I was hired through today 
I've been so impressed by the people, the decisions, by the judgment, by the character, and by the integrity that, that has been demonstrated. Those have been tenets of our business, and I'm, I'm, I'm just so proud to be a part of a firm that has remained committed to that. Well, Charles, your commitment to integrity is palpable. You can feel it as I'm listening to you. And you're right, it, it is our heritage, it is our bedrock, and that will never go out of style. This has been a fascinating and heartwarming discussion. Charles, thank you so much, and congratulations. Thanks for having me, Jim. Yeah, thanks for having me.